Last time on Geek Force, the squad reviewed in a non-spoiler way the Dune movie. They went over all the new trailers released from Stranger Things, Morbius, and Pixar's new Buzz Lightyear film. And finally, Kat brings up her love of Chris Pratt and all his shenanigans and wonders how many movies is this man gonna take over? That's what happened last time. But see what's happening now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the amazing G Squad of Eming and Marlon. Marlon and I wronged <laughs> last episode of everyone. I was insulted. Pray tell. As I Why? was away. Why? Someone <laughs> by the name of Catherine the Shenanigator <laughs> and Raymond the Relentless decided to throw tomatoes and insults upon my name while I was out. How dare you? Were you in and a mind you, medieval all the other insults were movie fine. prior to this movie? Yes. I had to, I was away helping uh, Kit Harrington on the set of The Eternals, uh, The Eternals 2 coming out in 2024. And whilst I was doing that, I heard that someone said a lot of things about me. Mind you, all of them, I didn't mind. But there was one particular bramble that stung far too deep. And that was stating that I was helping Willard Smith pen the screen adaptation for Bright Numero Dos. And that, my friends, is where I draw the line <laughs> on these japes and these jeers. I will not stand for it. If I had a glove, I would throw it at thee, madame. <laughs> Fighting words is I what I say breathe. to you. Fighting words. Do you want a duel? What do you want? At dawn, cat. <laughs> at dawn. Oh, no. Is this going to be Alexander <laughs> Hamilton style or that Ridley Scott flop that happened a few months ago? Absolutely. This is going to be James Samuel uh, of the Harder They Fall stuff. Oh, no. A fight's out. I'm about to bust, yo. Lights out. Segway. The Harder They Fall. Wait, I didn't tell them where Ray was. I was going to say Ray with the Jedi training, but damn. No, no. He just cut Ray out of the whole equation. Raymond and his tilt decided to go over to, to Crystal Square Enix and assist them in the next stage of Avengers, the multiplayer game. Uh-oh. So if you want to know where Raymond's at, Raymond's <laughs> helping them keep that game alive. Thanks, Raymond. We heard that your boy Spider-Man's coming into town for the new game and Raymond's helping them figure out what to do next. So Raymond, the ball's in your court. I'll see you next time. How you like it? Oh, no. Uh, we'll wait for comments. Pew, 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 Nothing pew, but pew, love pew, here pew. at Geek Force. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's Nothing play but to... pure love. Since we're talking about... Oh, you know um, it. Duels. Yeah. The harder you fall. We definitely wanted to dive into that. Um, it came out on Netflix a few weeks ago. And it was actually number mm. one on Netflix for about a week or so, which is... Mm-hmm. Which was pretty amazing knowing how long Squid Game and you held them top spots for a long time. And then this movie that just went, true. knock it out. So that was mm-hmm. awesome. 
Um, I cannot remember the director's name, but I was James Samuel. Yes, James Samuel, and he, would he know. has a beautiful. Like, he did a great job in finding like one of the most beautiful, most talented black cast to star um, a lot of great uh, characters mm-hmm. in history. Real life characters in history brought them all together in this mm-hmm. fictional tale of just wild, wild west craziness and wicked wild. and romance and 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 justice and you know song all that. in my head now. Thank you, Marlon. <laughs> Absolutely, it was great. Wicked wild, wicked wild, wild west. But no, um, yeah, it was great film. It's also uh, this director is like they're they're crediting it. They're crediting it as his like directorial debut because even though he did do another, some might say prequel version of this film, uh, that was a 15 minute short that was only released on title, mm. which. I don't know if anyone that I know has it. I know it existed. Mm. I know the title was doing movies. Right. Uh, but they were. And he directed a film uh, with all the exact same characters just in a 50-minute short. And what's wild is um, we know that um, our favorite Jonathan Majors plays Nat Love. Uh, in the prequel version, um, we have a chance to see uh, the father. I believe his uh, – what's the what's – the, Father's character's name in um, Lovecraft Country that is uh, Courtney Vance. Dad. I forget the actor's name. Uh, yes, he actually plays Nat Love in the prequel. Oh, that's so, so they're playing the exact. So it was a beautiful moment to see, like, oh, like even outside of like their normal like on screen relationship, they still have these two roles that uh, connect them both. And what's also fun is that your girl Erica Badu is in the yeah. other prequel as Stagecoach Mary. Which uh, more and sense. I will say, I think, I think Erica Badu's swag is the reason why Zazie Beats looks the way she does in this, in this, in this one. The harder they fall, because ain't nobody pulling on that big ass top hat like Erica Badu. Right. <laughs> I kind of wish they cast her for that role. But we'll get to that. She would have shown up on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing I liked was a lot of these cast members uh, have played superheroes in a lot of media that we've already talked about on our show. You know, and you know, two were on HBO, so like John and Mayers was in Lovecraft, and he was in Wonder Vision this year. And then you have um, Regina, who was. And Watchmen. So I was like, for them to have that little face down in the movie, I was just like, oh, remember when Watchmen came out and we were all about Sister Nurse or whatever her name is, Night Nurse, whatever mm-hmm. she was. And then he was facing off her, and I'm just like, I need them to be in like somebody's superhero world movie. Somebody, somebody's to be in something because I need to see more of that. That the intensity of that scene between them was oh, like that's actually one of my favorite scenes of movies when she's talking back to him and he's like, "Yeah, go get your boss," and she's just like, "You don't know who I am." I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I mean, of course, it has lovely Idris in it and everything. But it was I was like, a lot of these people were superheroes, and now we're all in one. Um, Marvel movie, or not Marvel movie, but Western movie. I need Lakeith to be in a Marvel movie now. Or DC movie. Like what? I don't know. He, that's that's the thing. Maybe he'll be Static Shock. Maybe he'll be Static Lakeith Shock. Lakeith as Static Shock. He'll be a very serious one. Mm-hmm. Or he'll just be a very wacky one. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, 
I think it was Michael K. Williams. I was thinking Michael K. Williams was this Nat Love, which was great. Um, Jonathan Majors, we know, has been in the Marvel universe. He was great. Zazie Beats played Domino, which was great. Um, we have, of course, Sister Midnight, Regina King, Idris Elba played Black Superman in the Fast and Furious universe. Um, that was his Black nickname Superman. he gave himself. Uh, <laughs> Black Superman. Uh, and we know that Edie Gathy, he played, um, on the first, what, uh, Avenger, not Avengers, X-Men. the X Men first. Wasn't that class the character you liked as, and you were mad that they as, killed him off? Yeah. Oh. He, he played Darwin. Yeah. Uh, oh, I liked his character. Yeah, Edie. Yeah. He played Darwin and he died yeah. in the weirdest way because his sad. whole thing is that he that can adapt so to whatever happens to him. Yet he somehow couldn't adapt to what was happening to them. And it was like, this was bad writing. Um, but what I do think, what I liked about the film is that they did definitely bring in a lot of these young cast that people know as well as some older cast but i do think the addition of delroy lindo i think really brought a lot of seriousness to it because delroy is a staple of black cinema Mm -hmm. um he was in crooklyn uh he was in uh, i think he was in new jack city like this is a person who can definitely turn up the i'm your father you gotta listen to me or he can turn up the I'm a bad guy and I'm a smooth, like sly bad guy who has like this menacing look that doesn't have to be loud. He can just be real quiet and deliver it's a that great father line. Look. So it's just beautiful. <laughs> and we also got a chance to see Dion Cole, who is notoriously a comedian. The man is on blackish as a comedian. Yes. Uh, yet James Samuel gave him enough leeway and direction to be a villain in this film and cracked zero jokes. He was just seriously there as as like a mini boss uh, with his very serious lines of dialogue. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was a great film. Okay. Um, James Samuel is awesome. And it, you know, it makes sense. I mean, he got a chance to try this out with uh, the, with, of course, with Sean Carter, uh, AKA Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Uh, so, and this is also why Jay-Z is a producer on this film because he's like, yo, we had a chance to do a 15 minute short. We're going to do two hours. We're going to make it longer. Um, and I think like he just really put his name across this. He delivered it in a way that was beautiful. And the music alone had wonderful storytelling capabilities. He threw in some Jamaican reggae. He threw in some regular R&B, a couple of hip hop songs, but he tied it in a way that it flowed so beautifully. And I think that's what I think makes this film different from Westerns in a way that he was going for. Like, this isn't going to be your... Um, Dust to Dawn is, is, is going to be your, your, your old school, uh, you know, uh, Clint Eastwood right. film. This is going to be a black film. It's going to have swag. It's going to have rhythm to it. Uh, and what's even more important to name is that all the towns that we see that have black people in them are vibrant. They have color. They're named after black people. And the one white town we see in this film, every building is just, it pure was white. baby powder white. And then it says it's a white it town. Was, I was like, literally. Literally. It's a white town. <laughs> I love that. That made me laugh. Like, how is that town not dirty? I don't understand. It was very <laughs> dusty, but okay. They they were really dusty and stuffy. Anybody was having fun. There was no music playing. It was real stiff. Real stiff. Uh, and it was it was a great call out of like, oh right, white people exist in the same way that in most versions, like, oh right, there are people of color in this film. Like for a minute, they're like, oh yeah, there would be, there is that white town that's next door. That's like, we're only going to see these white characters for like five minutes. And then we're going to go right back to all this color, right. all this melanin on the screen. Right. And it was great. It was great to see a film where, I mean, and again, I love all these actors and they have been in films where it's like, 
slavery happened and we got to talk about it and we got to be in it. We got to live in it. We got to address it. And it's like, great. We know what happened. We are all black people. We are fully aware of how we all got here. Our entire point of view is like, I have a grudge. You have a grudge. And this is what we're dealing with right now. We're not going to bring up what's happening in this outside world because it doesn't matter to the plot of the story. Like, slavery and racism are going to drive this story. What's going to drive this story is this, like, real blood feud between Nat Love and Rufus Buck. And that's what we get to see. And it was just done in a great way. And in a way that was valid for a Black audience. It doesn't have to sit there and watch um, some more slavery porn of, like, great, here we go again. Here's another one. We got two hours to watch someone get beat. All right. This is going to be another hard one. I think I like is about the story is um, one thing I like about this is, you know, how in old Western stories, they had the story of the guy in the white hat and the guy in the black hat, you know, white guy or guy in the white hat was good. Guy in the black hat was bad. But, you know, audience always rooted for that villain. And I liked in this movie that this was literally shades of gray because you are dealing with two groups that are not. I mean, one is is pretty bad, but, like, both of them are bad. Like, both of them are not... Like, they're, like, both anti-heroes in a way. There's Shades of Grey, and I really like that. Like, the two main uh, guys of, of the both groups both wore black hats. And so, depending on what side you were on or what side you were cheering on, you know, um, did you want to root for, you know, uh, Rufus Buck and, and his badass gang of... Um, of because they had connections they they ran deep or do you want to be with nat love and their little robin hood like gang or whatever and it's it Mm. i really enjoyed um seeing how we had super flawed characters against each other and i was like y'all could have got along but this is the wild west and you know out there you had to take what was yours and that meant killing each other no one was going to live in harmony Mm. that, that, that was just the way um I also enjoyed that after seeing this movie, it really made me wanted to like go on a research project and look up all these characters and read about all these characters. And I was just like, wow, all these wonderful people in real life history that happened and how a lot of these characters were motivation characters in a lot of Westerns back in the 60s and 70s that a lot of white actors played. And that I was just like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, the story of the Lone Ranger, that's literally Dale Roy's character. He was the Lone... Bass Reeves. He was literally the Lone Ranger. Like, this, the, the, the show... the first U.S. The Black Marshal. Yes. It's him. It wasn't the whole, you know, what we saw back in the day. And, and, and so, like, seeing that, I'd be like, that's what he looked like. He was real. Like, it... Like, Dale Roy is a pretty good... He looked very similar to him. And I was just like, it just made me super proud in a way. And... I would definitely say, you know, I mean, little kids can't watch this movie, but I feel like teenagers and up definitely check out this movie, not just because it's really good, but it gives you an insight to how the West really was with like historical characters and how, you know, they took that for Hollywood adaptations from the back in the day. And if you want to look at, into it more, look them, look more into reading about them because they are amazing. Like Stagecoach Mary is amazing. Like she was super badass and so is um <clears throat> trudy like these women managed to just defy everything and build beautiful black successful towns and i never knew all this and i'm a grown-ass woman in 2021 finding this out so just it's funny how a movie just leads you to the truth you know usually it don't but in this case it does 
Yeah, I think it helps with the validity. Yes, yeah. What's up, Evening? I have a question for you guys. Uh, do you think, um, because of how popular this this movie is right now, do you feel like there'll maybe be more or similar genres like this with, you know, because there's so many like white dudes as cowboys all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> in every year, century. Um, but do you feel like this might be like a new new not new but like a new genre that uh is available and inclusive for a typically very 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 white genre well i think it's riding the wave you know i mean we 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 saw it with watchmen uh and how they decided to take a normally white facing story and decide to like Mm -hmm. fully flip it and make it a black facing story Mm -hmm. we saw it with lovecraft country we're seeing it a lot happening we're like great like we're now instead of putting the audience you know instead of making the audience viewpoint of that story a white person we're making it people of color we're making it uh the global majority is going to be behind the main character's eyes instead of having to be behind a white person's eyes i think we're starting to see it be getting more and more following people are tuning in because you know that you know the the old school way of saying oh no one's gonna watch these stories was like great this is why we this is why they weren't putting money behind these projects now that they're seeing the opposite of that we're seeing more and more projects get greenlit that have that viewpoint Mm -hmm. Uh, and i think this is just going to be a part of the trend we're going to see more and more often and i'm looking forward to seeing that happen i mean we got an Eternals movie that's mostly uh, heroes of color on it. Uh, I think we're starting to see a shift in the dynamic of how stories are told and how stories are represented. So I think this is just going to be another uh, another little blip in the graph that's going to be going up from uh, from stories told just like this. Yeah, and then like knowing how um because like there are people out there who like to talk about how Django originally the movie with by tarantino Django originally was supposed to be a movie about a black cowboy and how he was going to go get revenge on um basically the white slaveholders but then he had to add more of the slavery part to it and then it wasn't because he's quitting tarantino enjoyable as That's much what he did. i was like i I don't like Django, but there are parts I like, and I like the parts where it felt like a mm-hmm. Western, because I felt like he did that part really well. Mm-hmm. It, it it looked good seeing Jamie Foxx as a cowboy and riding around. I was like, that looked amazing. That felt great. But then we had to go back to the South and go back to that slavery life, and I was just like, okay, here we are, Tarantino. And then um, mm-hmm. seeing how like the top show for Western is called Yellowstone, which I know deals oh, right. with a lot... Like a lot of people love that show. And I'm like, it is a good show. But um, again, like seeing that this movie, like I'm just waiting for someone to do either a miniseries or hopefully like another movie like this just to push it. Because like a lot of people just don't know, like the Wild West was not that white. It's black and brown. Like there's so many. And I really want more narrative stories reflected on that. And not just in tragedy, but like... Like, how the harder to fall they had, it wasn't, like, the typical tragedy. It was more of, like, they were against each other because they were for each other. It wasn't like, you're black, you're black, we should work together. No, it was like, I did this and you did that. We're fighting, you know? Just like how they did in old Western stories. But now we have more people of color and it just feels more authentic in a way, you know? Because not only these people were real-life people, but it just, it it, it brings a bit of authenticity like more realness to the screen, even though it's a fictional story. Um, and I, I feel like that, it just felt more natural seeing it. Cause I was like, this makes sense. But I did enjoy the details of this movie, how 
like how the women wore their hair like you know mm. black women wear their hair all different types of styles i love seeing mm. how every black woman in this movie had every hairstyle available like had straight curled up afro i love regina and her little hair scarves like oh i was like for me the production company like the art production co- costume makeup they i hope they win a award because the way they like for me the way the men dressed in this movie oh i i'm I'm gonna need to read that style back like i wouldn't mind seeing more men dressed like Mm. cowboys now like that style the way they dressed it was amazing and then the women and their hair and just their blouses i'm like we might have to do a real like cyberpunk theme in the future in fashion Mm. because i'm loving these like western blouses Mm. um in these movies and um, I was gonna say something. Yeah, and then like the other Western thing I remember was Westworld because of um Tandy's role and being the little girl on the prairie and her story. So it's like seeing glimpses of that was building there, but then this movie just bust the door open. It's like we're here, so now it's official. So now let's see what else we yeah. can do. You know, so. Excited. Shout out to Antoinette Messam. She is the costume she designer. She an Oscar. Uh, yeah. She worked on a lot of black shows and a lot of black movies, particularly, in fact, the remake of Superfly. Makes sense. Uh, which I believe had Delroy mm-hmm. in it. And she also worked on Creed with Michael she B. Jordan. So she definitely is aware of what, how this she works out. She dressed Jonathan. Um, but also, Ken, I do think that, yeah, I think, <laughs> you know, as you're like wrapping up the discussion, I think this movie also had one of, I think, the best. Um, cowboy western endings i think in a long time that i've Mm. seen um i think the overall ending on the film was done in a way that i think was great we've seen shootouts this whole movie we've seen them fire guns and hurt people and all those other things and the final scene literally is done with little to no violence and just a full monologue of my greatest revenge is to ruin our father's legacy Mm. And I planned this from the moment I finally found him to the moment that we are standing here today. I'm not going to fight you in this moment because my greatest revenge is to die by the hands of my younger brother. And that closes the story for me and for our father. And it also potentially closes the story for you Mm. because our father was a terrible man. To me personally, and my mom left us, found God, was a great dad for you. I went in and personally ruined your life, put you down a path that was what he was trying to get away from, what he was praying about, that led you here today in front of me. And I want you to know that you are not a hero. At the end of the day, you are not a good person. I'm not a good person. And matter of fact, you killing me is going to make you just as bad as I am, which is what your father didn't want us to be. But here we are today. And even at the end of the movie, it doesn't even end on a high, like, happy you note. Know, it's like, great. What are we doing tomorrow? And they just kind of got to keep moving because it's like, am I a bad person? We're going to find out. But I mean, I kind of feel like I am. Like, I, I shoot and kill people. And here this man is telling me all about my dad and these things I didn't know. And it's like, man. I kind of might be a bad person. But again, this movie doesn't give us that good guy versus bad guy it gives us the truth, which is that there was a lot of things we didn't know in the West. Mm-hmm. There were like 
unless you were in a settlement town that was, you know, government sanctioned, had a full government like post office there, like unless that was your settlement, you could have little ghost towns where like no one would know where you were Mm -hmm. and things were just gray. And there wasn't any way people were going to like try to come down and find you. They could send out telegrams, but like if you're riding through a, a lot of dead zones, there's a lot of stuff happening out there. So I love the movie ends with like these great characters. They all get like whittled down to a few of them, but they're all still morally great characters. Mm-hmm. No one's a good guy. No one's a bad guy. They all make choices to survive in the West. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scene was so powerful. Again, because... The casting was so good. They chose some really great actors. It was so good. Really great actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But from there, uh, we're going to move on to some more lighter content, I think, honestly. Uh, if you all remember, we were given a wonderfully beautiful day uh, on the 12th. I believe it was 11, 12, Happy 21. Disney Plus Known day. as Disney Plus They're two years old now. And they gave us, they gave us so much content. So much it was content. like Comic Con for Disney years old yeah. and super rich. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's talk about Eming's favorite announcement, X Men ninety seven. Yeah, start there. Um, Big old how question. How we feel Eming? Big old question. How mark. we feel? Yeah. Timid. 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 Why? Ooh. Because Eming, what's awesome? Great. Tell us. Yeah. Well, him. you know, if 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 you grew up in the nineties, you watched. Saturday or Sunday morning cartoons and you probably watched the X-Men animated series and you <laughs> fell in love with the X-Men series and just so not not to make this a dark phoenix conversation but it's the only thing I've did seen a great job. pull off the dark phoenix arc in the way that didn't quite follow the original template but it was close enough mm-hmm. <laughs> close mm-hmm. enough because they can't kill Jean Grey for like little kids they'd be like what do you mean she's True. dead <laughs> what do you mean she's dead so she's just somewhere else yeah, she's somewhere, she's gone beyond um so I don't believe that they've announced anything outside of just like we're doing this thing X-Men 97 oh, I got some you stuff do? for you okay well I have heard nothing so I so in our in our group chat that we have offline that's not here obviously uh we were talking if if it was going to be a continuation of when the series ended because that's a little weird because if you don't remember the series Xavier goes off and dies or dies or he, he goes away uh and you know that was the end of the of the X-Men technically um and, or will be a complete reboot where you start from the beginning and so that's well, why I say Amy, timid because I, I don't know. You. Okay, go ahead. Here's your oh, answer. Oh God, I'm scared. I will say this though. I'm scared. The ninety-five to ninety-seven run of the X Men, they changed studios and the animation was horrible. <laughs> like I think they went to like the Philippines or like they they, they, they like over they they shipped it overseas to get the animation done because I think they lost the studio in America and had to like ship it like that. I was gonna say the same thing. I know I feel bad <laughs> saying it, but they I believe they shipped to the Philippines for the animation and it people noticed that this animation is not holding up, but. It is gonna pick up where the original series what? ended. What? So, ha- and it's gonna debut in 2023, but it's gonna pick up right where Xavier Olsen dies. And I'm already calling it. They're gonna do something like I didn't technically die. My ap- I sent my 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 body into the Are atmosphere we- and oh I my reclaimed my, my my body through a nexus time hole, and I'm back. He would. So are they not adjusting it to meet the current standards of the MCU or what's 
Because well, that's the, I think that's how I think that's that we're keeping close to chest right. of like because I'm sure they are probably going to either a uh, try to connect it to all these things. You know, right. it's going to be really weird to do right. so, or b do the comic book thing and say, "Oh, look, a parallel universe where there's where, where, where look at these things are happening here. Look at these X Men. So either we're gonna see them just start in that that full '90s era where like everyone's like wearing super tight outfits and Rogue has his really long hair, or we're gonna like get some weird tiny windy space snap. where they get like pulled into like some newer version of it but i do know that whatever's happening the one thing they're giving us is that hey it's picking up right where the series left off that is very interesting that can go look out in 2020 so many ways well now you have mm-hmm. your answer so. right <laughs> but what i am interested in that i thought would never see the light of day and not just because it's like it's a good comic, but it's also a questionable comic. Moon Knight, um, which I love that Oscar Isaac is getting his money. Yep. My man is in Dune for three movies, and he's like, oh, I got time. I'll just be Mark Spector in Moon Knight. Um, what's wild is that Moon Knight fun comic. It's basically like... Um, it's like he's a really aggressive Batman, yeah. but the, the part that makes it hard to do, and I'm wondering how they're going to do this, is Moon Knight has like schizophrenia um, to like the nth degree. Homeboy has a lot of mental health issues, and I he's am kinda like wondering Legion in either. Oh, worse. Okay. Um, and like I'm what because like he he has he has like schizophrenia, multiple personality disorder, but like one person is like really violent and wants to hurt people, and then he has to like fight it. But the way it's been portrayed in the comics has not been great. So I'm wondering how they're gonna downplay it, the voices in his head, mm. uh, or how they're gonna adjust it. Is it is it gonna be like his outfit is like Venom with the outfits talking to him, or are they gonna be like, hey, you're hearing voices in your head, and how are we gonna talk about mental health? in this entire show. Hmm. Well, well, they like, sort of do. I feel like the voices would be in his head since that's, I feel like that's been a thing that audiences have seen before and they're comfortable with versus Venom. Venom's just going to be Venom and Venom, only Venom can do what he can do. I would not want to see gonna be Venom self do that too. Right? That'd be too much. I'm hoping they do it right because that's like dis- dissociative identity disorder is is a real thing. Mm. And like, again, in the comics, it's honestly why they don't do a lot of Moon Knight mm. because it's just, they either come across way too like this guy is crazy and it's like really like judgmental of like this man is crazy and it's like he has a mental health issue where we need to talk about it seriously. Um, so like it's honestly why they don't really do a lot with him in comics because he's not really like a team ready just yet. He's kind of like Sentry who has like agoraphobia where like he, d- he doesn't want to leave the house and like has a full mental breakdown whenever he leaves the house. And it's like, we don't want to talk about this superhero because we are having a hard time touching on mental health in comics. So let's not make it too, let's focus on someone else. Right. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see what they're going to do with him. He's a dope hero. He's very violent, so I'm not sure how this is going to work for Disney+. Plus. He's very much like Daredevil violent, where like, he beats the snot of people and curb stomps them in the, in the, in the, in the, in the middle of the valley sometimes. And Punisher hmm. can... Uh... Oh, 
He's yes, like, like he has a like he he takes bodies like homeboy like takes people out like Electra. So I was surprised that Disney's like, yeah, we'll put him on Disney Plus. I'm like, this man has killed people. Let's take a show, so, right? Interesting. It's a show or a movie? It's a this show. A show. Okay. Okay. No, this is a show for Disney Plus. Okay. Also, I'm like, yeah, because when they announced it, I didn't know so it was going to be ahead. Disney Plus or if they're going to put it on Hulu. I would have felt more comfortable if they put it on Hulu because then I'd be like, okay, yeah. So then we can move in the range. You of- get violent. Violence. <laughs> they gotta merge the property. Some remember we have this whole talk about is Disney gonna be more adult? I know, but answer. like they still yeah. put their more grown up Disney stuff on Hulu. But I guess they are trying to Ooh, have yes. that, and that'll be the end of this conversation because they do they did drop a bunch of cool stuff that's happening later <laughs> on their uh 21st century property mm-hmm. which is dope mm-hmm. but yeah so far though we know also ethan hawk's gonna be in Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and i don't know who's playing yet but interesting it's good it. to see ethan hawk come back because he ha- i was waiting for him to be in something marvel too he has a look of a character i just didn't know who but now i don't even know who he's gonna play he's, so let's just he does have a he does have a punchable face. <laughs> he is quite creepy. He's creepy sometimes, right. and he'd be good at it too. Right. He'd be good at it. But guess what, Cat? Another awesome two properties coming up. But the first one that we're all excited about, she I'm so excited for this almost for reasons because Tatiana is playing Tatiana her, and I am like one of her biggest fans ever. And seeing that trailer had me hype. I was like, they made a perfect casting choice. For her to play Jennifer Waters, and I'm just—I mean, Orphan Black, the other half. Yes, she was ready. Yes, for this. she was ready for this. I mean, we only got a glimpse of what it, it looks like. And we got Mark Ruffalo making well, yeah, because, because she's like his joy. niece or something. I forget. His cousin, cousin. Their niece. yeah, cousin. So cousin. that's why um, he's he's making some appearances. Um, so she that actually kind of increases. Um, you know more of the MCU into the TV show, um, kind of like how we saw in the past Marvel TV shows this year. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. what does this mean? Way later on, I don't know, but I'm excited just to enjoy this journey and seeing um, more girl power, basically. You know, like it's just time. What it means is that their B and C team for whatever movies right, right, right. out is going to be. I massive. don't know what that could be. At some point, we're going to get a Marvel Avengers show, and it's going to be like there is not enough screen time to show it's everyone. Be like, this Avengers is too Part much. One. I mean, there are 45 characters on the screen. That we have to, like, I mean, they're building oh, up to they Secret did? Invasion. And even then, it was like, let me count. Who's there? Uh, uh, he's there. Wang's there. Uh, Just as, but uh, now we know they can. Well, now it's going to get bigger. <laughs> but but Eming, now it's going to be bigger. Now it's going to be well, like... Half of them are dead, so it's fine. We got shots to fill. Only two died! Well, technically, but... <laughs> Their screen time has to be long. Some die, and then some are not here no more because they retire. And now we got all the Eternals up in there, too. Wait, who are you, too? Steve Rogers, Nat, uh, 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 Iron Man, and... Uh, Steve Rogers isn't dead. He just he's is retired. an old man. He's not, he's doing... not there anymore. He's he ain't dead. Around. He's dead though. He technically he probably dead. about he's to be alive. dead. He's old. Any moment First now. First of all, he is an old super soldier <laughs> man. He probably has twenty extra years on probably Peggy. Probably true. Like honestly, he's probably Whatever. got twenty years he retired. Um, no more screen time. But again. Marley, you gotta remember, this is building up to the Secret Invasion, which was the biggest Marvel... To me, this is still the biggest Marvel event in comic book history, because that's where I saw every single Marvel character ever. 
ever, 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 ever. Like and I they got. had every, any, whoever the character was, they had their own arc within an arc in the secret evasion from like the heroes mm. to the villains. Mm. And so I am wondering again, like we know secret evasion is a show, but I don't know. Could that lead to I mean, we'll have something to like a bigger, a bigger part? Because I, I feel like now we're going down our own tangents of we have an Avengers, but like we have like an East Coast Avengers or a West Coast Avengers or Avengers for the space or Avengers for this True. and the secret. Like it's so much. And I guess the question now becomes. I guess the question now becomes: Are we just going to do a MCU TV version? We're like, great, we are this this group is only going to tackle off-screen moments that affect yeah. big-screen moments and the big-screen moments affect so, but, like, they're always going to be two separate entities. But, you know, we'll have to they, wait and find out. I really feel like they learned that from having Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. and all the Netflix shows. And they realized, mm-hmm. we missed opportunities where we could have connected that to the movie. And I feel like now that they're going to kind of do that on purpose now. We'll have to see. But She-Hulk comes out sometime in 2022. Moon Knight comes out next year. So we'll have to see. And also, Miss Marvel Marvel. uh, will debut this summer with Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan herself on the big screen. I'm so happy to see. It's so good to see Mm -hmm. like a live action because it's like I've seen her animated for so long. To see her like walking and talking like a person i'm like oh my gosh it's real it's real like i don't know why i felt such joy i was like oh my gosh she's here well hold your hats because there's still more girl power echo is also scheduled to come out november yes, 24th which i was not expecting sorry, no, sorry sorry hawkeye streams over 24th echo is basically the character played by alakwa cox mm. um who plays maya lopez in hawkeye she's already been greenland for her already? own show uh yes even though hawkeye doesn't come out until this you know later like this two month, weeks <laughs> she already has plans for a spinoff herself and then Dominic Thorne, also Girl Power, has her own Ironheart live-action series, Riri Williams. Yes, Riri! There is no date for that. We have... And, of course, still on Girl Power, Agatha House of Harkness, with Catherine Hahn is scheduled for her live-action. So we got back-to-back Girl Power that's coming. And, of course, Kat, Your Secret Invasion, which I'm hoping is going to have... um, uh, more Samuel L. Jackson in it, um, and, uh, which is the great because. Talos dude. Yeah. Well, it's great is that like it's like it's titled as after guest appearances in every Marvel film, Samuel L. Jackson gets his own time to shine <gasps> in this spotlight. Oh, wow. Meaning this is gonna be a Samuel L. Jackson show. Hmm. So this is his spinoff. Wait, wait, this so is the Nick Fury is, spinoff. Is his show? Like he's the star of it? Yeah. Huh. It's titled like as like after guest appearances in nearly every Marvel film, Samuel L. Jackson finally gets his own time in the spotlight. That's courtesy cool. of Secret Invasion. That's Oh, it gets better. Ben Mendelssohn will star opposite yeah. Jackson as Scroll Talos in this live action. Oh, wow. so it it's me the literally two of them. him. I feel like it's gonna be like uh, a cop buddy type show. But it's really interesting because in the comics, Nick Fury literally disappears before all the secret evasion stuff. So I'm like well, maybe this is gonna give like this is comics. So for this MCU version, I am very curious in how they're going to handle this because as we've seen from, you know, since Captain Marvel, how the scrolls do their thing. And then even in WandaVision, I, you know, 
if Raven was here, <laughs> don't trust them. And if you still don't know who they are, don't trust them Secret Invasion is going to show you why. Don't trust them scrolls over there. Raven is here. Don't His name is right there. Yeah, over there. His name is... He's represented. I'm Raven Gap. <laughs> Raymond. He's both. Raymond is here the whole time. Raymond's here the whole time. I am Raymond. Raymond, Raymond would never sing. This is ding 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 ding. May the Raymond be with you. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be so gonna mad be at so me. Bad at you. <laughs> he's gonna. I'm sorry. He's just gonna give me a really quiet look and just shake his head. of like, that was. That I was will okay. definitely send him this clip. I will. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> but also on the docket what if season two we kind yes. of already knew they were going to do season yes. two that's happening but then we have a bunch of animated shows that i'm interested by but not animated sure what Spider-Man. the full validity or how they're going to hold freshman year spider-man oh, yeah. freshman year i want to see that and i'm like what is do that? i really want to watch an animated yes. Peter parker as he first starts high school i want to see this it's like we'll see what happens then we also have i am group which is also going to be Groot's time <laughs> i shine. want to yes um Money grab. We'll see. <laughs> More merchandise. And then we have... Oh, yeah. This, this is full money grab. Merchandise. And then we have Marvel Zombies. Yeah. More so what's that about? <laughs> Get that money. Here's the thing. Marvel Zombies, there was a whole planet. And the thing is this. There is Marvel Zombies, a comic book. It mm. is very not safe for Obviously. work. Um, oh there's gosh. a full... I mean, mind you, they at least touched on it in the uh, What If series where they had T'Challa like... His leg was gone. In the comics, it goes into more details. Oh, where like no. Ant Man is like, "Hey, like even if we were to find a way to solve the zombification, I've grown to enjoy the taste of meat and the taste of flesh, and fully keeps the child alive and just takes bits and pieces off of him throughout the comic book. But he does so privately by hiding him away from the other zombies. Uh, and it's like the most dark and twisted thing. They wind up eating Silver Surfer." like straight up going after homeboy <laughs> they wind up straight up going after galactus at a certain point like they the fully the make galactus a zombie and it's a whole well, thing where's so, the watcher here's uh, <laughs> the thing it's also not kid appropriate so i do wow. not know how this got disney so we gotta watch it they're gonna water approval. it down Mylon. no i'm gonna, gonna watch this it's gotta be i think, this I think they're like, gonna make it as violent as the grown. zombie episode was in what if which i thought was like borderline like okay but everybody's gone but i'm sorry never mind well, Wakanda I mean, for the whole the whole episode the itself was pretty there. dark already, and I'm like, kids are watching this, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, that was already, I think, because we knew the context of it behind it, mm-hmm. but I was like, as a Disney Marvel show, this is already kind of dark already, because T'Challa's missing body parts, and I don't know what kids be. What happened to T'Challa? They're eating him. So now I'm thinking, like, is that the extreme that they will get for the show, knowing? That it has to still be Disney approved. Oh, Unless true. somebody, if they really are going to have a scene where Ant Man's like, but you taste like chicken or something, I'm going to be like, I'm I'm done. I'm mm. done. Mm. I suspect the mm. CEO of, of Disney isn't going to say much after his kerfuffle with ScarJo. I think he's going to take a backseat and let Kevin Feige well, be Kevin Feige. Okay. I mean, that's like, probably this is the my best time? choice he can make for himself. Grown-ups are talking. Like, shut up. This is my part. <laughs> Grown-ups are talking. <laughs> that dude, Bob is acting like a child. And Kevin really is like, Marvel's my baby. Um, You're not touching any of this. You want money? Leave this alone. You know? So, 
Yeah, yeah I really feel like that's why we have such strong Marvel shows coming out because Kevin knows what he's doing. And he has John Favreau behind him doing it too. That makes sense. That explains Star Wars as well. Like mm-hmm. when you have strong leadership, the 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 head doesn't need to do much. They just let the little people right. do their thing. You just need so. you just need people mm-hmm. who have name and true, power true. and because of influence and Kevin has both. You don't you really you want to go against Kevin? Really? He is only success. I feel like you're being a villain by going against. He him. is Thanos. <laughs> he is Thanos. I would not go against being Kevin. Being a villain or John Favreau, <laughs> like no, or Dave. I wouldn't go against those three guys at all. They're doing the Trinity. Yeah, they're doing Disney Plus. <laughs> a favor. Do not go against them. So Bob, that's why I said, sit down, be quiet, just keep Mickey Mouse Clubhouse going. That's all you can do. Mickey House Clubhouse. <laughs> Oof! My goodness. Well, that's what's happening <laughs> for the G-rated side of things. We all know that. And like like y'all were saying, uh, Disney also has uh, their 20th, uh, their 21st century, sorry, their 20th century pictures properties, which is where they're directing a lot of their adult content to Hulu. So it's surprising that not a lot of Disney, well, actually, take it back. There are a few properties that toe the line. Um, the first property I want to talk about, though, is a dope property. They're doing a Predator prequel yes. called Prey. Prey. I'm excited. And it's set in the 18th century. Yeah, it, it has that so, Amber, Amber Thunderhorn. What's her name? Amber, she was in Legion. Amber Thunderhorn? Amber, I have to... She she's in it. What's her name? Hold on, I, I have her. I saw her on Instagram. Yes, her name is her name is Amber. Mid- okay, there we go. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. she, she was. This is her first movie on... since uh, Shane Black's The Predator. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry, sorry. This is not her first film. This is uh, yeah, but she's in this. And she was in. Ooh, what, what 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 movies were you in? Amber Mid Thunder. Movies, but I know she was in the reboot of Roswell on CW. I didn't watch it, but yes. I knew she was in it. And then she was the the kick ass person on Legion. She was uh, which is also really cool. But I don't know. I don't know if she's been in a lot of movies. TV, I know. Well, but. And this one's interesting because she's going to be playing, um, uh, I believe, a Comanche warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in seventeen nineteen, um, they've been in production for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Trachtenberg is on it. <laughs> um, he apparently came up with the idea back in like twenty sixteen, um, and this is his first. So this is the first Predator solo film since the twenty eighteen the Predator film that came out that no one liked, um, but. <laughs> Sorry. Hulu's taking a stab at it again uh, with a prequel with this Comanche warrior taking on the galaxy's most dangerous hunter. And they're coming to Earth. And I'm already calling it now. She's gonna win. She's gonna get their like full, quiet nod of approval. And then she's gonna get some cool blade or some extraness, and they're gonna let her go because that's literally what, what happened in the first Predator film with uh, with the old boy. He was like, "Hey, you did a good job. Here's a 16th, 17th uh, gun. Now get now get off our ship." And that was the end of the film. <laughs> Basically, um, but it sounds it's like you survived the night. Get out. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be dope. And it's also Girl Power. Girl Power. So got the Girl Power thing going. Lovely a lot of Girl Power in this episode. Yeah. Kind of Marlin, uh, by the way. <laughs> I mean, that is true. That is true. Girl Power. Um, 
What's weird, and again, it didn't fall on um, Hulu, but it's on Disney Plus. Uh, it's a film called The Princess, and it's the title of it. Here's what the log line is: oh, It's called God. The Princess. The log line says, "John Wick meets Sleeping Beauty." What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and literally, the person writing the article was like, "Should have on my I, brain." First of all. Shout out to Austin Goslin on Polygon because she writes, the assumption would be that it's an action movie with a princess in the lead role, but we're not sure how to literally take the title or the comparison. <laughs> unless, unless she, she's a princess who's been asleep, wakes up, realizes her family's been slaughtered and she's so full of rage, she goes and murders everybody. There we go. That would be the only thing I can think of yeah. that makes sense. Like, it's a revenge thing. It's on Disney or it's on Hulu? Hulu. It says it's on Disney Plus's The Princess is apparently John Wick meets Sleeping Beauty. So it's on Disney Plus, which is I'm surprised. Again, John Wick Sleeping is where I was like, this should John not be Wick. on Disney Plus. I think you might be on really weird. Fascinating. It's fascinating. And like and I and I'm and I'm wondering like why like why is this titled as being on like maybe it's a mistype and it's supposed to be something else, but I just love the fact that this is like we're gonna have, it's titled. Sleeping we're gonna Beauty. have to watch it now. And what's great is <laughs> oh, we're, we're gonna have to watch it. And what's great is that uh, <laughs> what's great is that like someone like writes. Uh, there's like another article saying, as you can clearly see in the picture, she's not asleep. Okay, um, so this is gonna be an action-packed film. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. Well, yeah, it's it's John starring. Wick. I'm sorry, I can't get over this starring, <laughs> Oh, it gets better. Uh, Joey King, who is a star mm -hmm. of it, and oh, she was also. I know her. Uh, she was in. She was in the movie The Kissing. Yeah, movie. that girl. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've seen her. Yep. So it will be directed by Lee Van Kiet, who is a Vietnamese movie director. Um, Interesting. Uh, and it will, of course, invite a lot of women doing a lot of yep, fighting. Yeah, I said, it sounds like a lot. It's gonna be, it's gonna be gunpowder milkshake, but part two with different people. But the Sleeping what? Beauty part is throwing me because which version are we talking about? Are we, are we sleeping? So are we fighting theories? Away. Are we finding evil stepmother? Yeah, let's see. Sleeping Beauty meets out of all the princesses. Oh, it gets better. So we all know that there have been countless adaptations of Romeo and oh, God. And for a brief moment in time, we stopped getting right. it. Oh God. And all was right at the world. And then 20th Century Studios uh -oh. uh, <laughs> They are currently developing a new modern version of Romeo and Juliet called Roz called Rosaline, which is based on the novel When You Were Mine by Rebecca Searle. What? I don't understand the words you just which said. Which retells it retells the classic story of Romeo and Juliet, but through the eyes of Juliet's cousin, Rosaline. It's better. So Rosaline, yeah, this is Juliet's cousin. Rosaline also happens to be Romeo's recent ex. Oh fuck me! Oh yeah, that's true. He uh, did just uh, make up her in the beginning of the story. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, okay, now in this title, like the description is, "What begins hmm. as an attempt to foil the famous romance and win back her guy becomes a journey of self-discovery as she ultimately works to get her star-crossed lovers back together." But then they die. So she Wait, fails. Getting her. Exactly. Getting her back together or getting them back together? 
And inside is her ultimate, she ultimately works to help get the star-crust lovers. So I'm guessing at some point they break up. She's like, no, no, you all belong together. And then they die. Even the though she <laughs> dated him? I don't get that. Hey, she sees the light. Girl power. So first she's angry and, and hurt. And then she's not. And then she... So basically the because end is she sees them friends. dead. That's, that's the end of the story. She's going to be like, oh, she, snap. She either witnesses it or she, like, plays a part in their demise. I should have done this better. So Bradley Whitford has joined the cast. Oh my gosh, why? Why would he? Caitlin Diver, Isabella Merced, Kyle Allen, and Sean Taylor. I just know Bradley Whitford. I don't know them either, but they're all in the film. They're all gonna there's no die. release date. Poor Shakespeare there's, there's, rolling there's, there's, in his unmarked grave somewhere. Now he's like, I'm getting rich. Unmarked. But there's no release date for, oh and I feel God. like maybe I'm saying her name. Is it, is it Rosalind or is it Rosalind? Rosalind? Is that like the, the old time way of saying it? My dearest Rosalind. Rose, I, I want to say it's probably Rosalind, Rosalind, but it could Rosalind. be Rosalind too. I don't know. It's probably interchangeable. But hey. Come with Hulu Plus because it might be sex scenes. Who, Hulu Plus wait, sex Hulu scenes. Or, wait, but that's, I'm sorry, not Hulu. Disney, right? Disney. It's coming to Hulu Plus. It's their 20th century picture. You're saying Hulu Plus, it's, and my brain is like, wait, what is he saying? <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna just call it Hulu, Hulu Plus because too. Disney announced Disney it Hulu for Hulu. <laughs> I'm gonna call it Hulu, Hulu Plus because Hulu, because Disney is behind it. Disney's like Hulu, you're getting this. They're like, you got it, boss. It's a series. <laughs> it's a series. It's a oh, movie. It's a, okay. okay, that makes more sense. That I'm like, how are you going to show an episode? It's going to be so wretched. They're going to be dead in episode two. Every week. It's going to be why? a movie and it's going to be terrible. It's going to be It's going to be bad. But why? Oh, God. You don't need Honestly, because I'm going to tell y'all this right oh now. My God. Nothing is ever going to top the 2000s Romeo and Juliet Best film with Leonardo DiCaprio. And John Leguizamo as Tybalt. No one can top that. John Leguizamo was amazing. on both your houses. I love, I love that yes. film so much. That film, that film also featured one of the illest covers yes. of, of, um, of Prince's When Doves yep, Cry. Yep, yep. Illest version. The, the full, like, boys choir and the guitar in the background. Ooh. Hands down, one of the greatest films. I want to watch it. Terrible right? acting, but so memorable. So 90s. It was like, so 90s. Oh, 90s. Oh, God. Just, it was so... God, if the, if God. the aliens see what we did, they're like, y'all deserve again. to die. They'll blow you up. They're like, this is pretty good. It is like... <laughs> It is such a hard thing. Like, I feel like if you if you have never seen Romeo and Juliet uh, ever, and you were to watch this, I mean, you'd be like, wait, why are they talking like that when they have like low rider and hatchbacks, cars, and guns? Why are they refer to the guns as swords? Huh? Question: Do they not make you read that in school anymore? Just curious because but, no, no, they do. Okay. And when I read it in school, that was we watched that film first, and then we watched the really old. Uh, same, same, yeah, same. Yeah. But we watched time. the old one, and first. I was like, "Oh, this one yeah. sucks. Uh, this one's terrible." Did, yeah. That first one was lit. That one, they was they was cussing and smoking yep, weed yep. and like had guns out and like do a little seductive like. It was the only movie everyone Homeboy was, was quiet in full drag. Yeah, they were just like. <laughs> Yep. Homer was in full drag <laughs> at like an eyes wide shut party. Right, right. Like, what is happening? I was song? just like, oh, this movie. <laughs> so I would watch this movie and then read this book. God. Damn. Okay. 
true. Anyway, if, if y'all haven't seen it, Romeo and Juliet, 2000 film. Uh, if, if you want to see an adorable young nymph like Leonardo DiCaprio, before, check that before out. Before all our little nymph like white boys, there was our first nymph white boy, <laughs> the original. Yes. He had before a there was he did it for a long ass time too. He did from the 80s all the way up to the 2000s. Yes, he did that for a but long time. So he, he, he worked. He worked. He earned it. Like, what he wants what? right now. Leo walked so Timothy Chalamet could run, y'all. Okay? Leo walked so Timothy Chalamet could run. Let's call it what it is. Because if they redid this film, they would absolutely star Timothy Chalamet in this role. I wanted to ask you, was he in it? Because I'm like, who are they going to get this role? It would be Timothy. Oh, my God. We will find out. I don't know, but this is gonna be. Wild. I gotta watch it. I'm like, which skinny white boy's gonna get it? I gotta. I there gotta is see. Tom Holland then, too. He's in that little group. There is Tom Holland. Little white boy competition. He's, he's always living game style. The little skinny white boy begins. <laughs> anyway, I'm off topic. Sorry. The next thing coming to Hulu um, is called No Exit, and it's gonna be released exclusively on. And they literally title this so weird because like. <laughs> it's gonna be released exclusively on Hulu slash Disney Plus slash Star Plus, and I'm like, which is it? And I think it's Hulu and Star, but it's gonna be released in 2022. It stars. This one is gonna be a suspense thriller, mm-hmm. um, which follows Darby Thorne, who's playing Havana Rose Liu, as a young woman who's stranded by a blizzard and forced to find shelter at a highway rest stop with a group of strangers. And it looks like it's going to be nightmare fuel because uh, the first photo you see is of um, a car and someone's hand just on the car window, like a, like a little boy hand, like, come save me. Um, no. So it looks like it's going to be a scary film, which is why it's probably going to be it to and star, whatever that you happens to be. Give it, give it to Eming. Here, you take the scary things yeah. that we're too scared it to watch. It also stars Danny Ramirez. Okay. David Reisdahl. Dale Dickey, Mila Harris, and Dennis uh, Haysbert. <gasps> Dennis Haysbert? I do like him. I don't know, about I don't know who his people are. He's the guy from 24, uh, the black guy who played the president. Oh, uh, the president? The Allstate guy. Oh, where? Yeah, Allstate guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're in good hands. Um. Oh my God! Uh, that man is that man is never not going to be either all, either all state guy or be or or be the um, waiting to exhale guy for me. Oh yeah, waiting to exhale. I forgot. I forget that part. All right. Oh, for me, waiting to exhale. The well, yeah, this is definitely going to be a scary movie because literally the title says no exit, and the exit is spelled like you know a typical exit sign like that like that that font, but the no for the O is just a handprint with like viscous white fluid Ew, coming down from white? it, just like no. So that's going to be a no. horror film. That's absolutely going to be released. <laughs> going to be released. Oh, here are the faces of these people who I don't know. I don't know any of these people's faces. Oh, so did- except for our, our friend from Eyes from uh, All State Commercial. <laughs> oh, Danny Ramirez was uh, Hawkeye's friend who was in the military oh, in um, the Captain America okay. film. But I don't know any okay. other person in this. I think interesting. I him. Yeah, I he, I he's going to be, he's going to take on, uh, what's his face's 
Falcon role, right? Eventually. Yeah, he's gonna be the next. I think he's, oh, he's gonna that be guy. Red Falcon. The young guy. Military dude. Yeah, right. like, yeah, he's gonna be Red Falcon. Yeah. Which is another character. And I'm and his costume is like a lot doper as well. Um, but of course we also got more Star Wars news. We Ooh, know that can I do the, Disney the news? return of Obi Wan Kenobi is coming out. Obi Wan Kenobi. So there's so I think we kind of touched on this the last time. There's so much Star Wars stuff. Actually, Raymond actually gave us a heads up on that. Um, he mentioned he mentioned the other shows that were coming out, and I didn't know there was other other shows coming out. But yeah, the biggest one was mm-hmm. definitely Obi Wan Kenobi because we've been waiting for a few years now, and to actually see like we're getting closer to that timeline. I'm like, Ooh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so we can go. I'm looking forward to seeing our good buddy. I, honestly, if if they get what's his name, Hayden Penetier or Hayden such and what, what was his name? Who played uh, Anakin Skywalker? Hayden oh such gosh. and such. Hayden Christensen. Did you call him the cheerleader? We go. did call him the cheerleader from Heroes. <laughs> For shame, Christian. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hayden. I only care about I only care about you and McGregor. I don't care about him, and I and I'm sorry for that. I only care about one person's name. It's Vader, though, like it's Vader. I'm, I think he, you care a little I didn't bit. like him until Clone Wars, and I got kind of got used to his character. I only care about Obi Wan. True, but yeah, you and McGregor over everybody. Um, Exactly. So that looks dope. We got a couple good, like, um, I think, really awesome drawings of things, what they'll look like. Like, really awesome the artistic artwork. Like, yeah, those look so stuff. pretty. Artwork looks dope. I'm excited for that. Um, we're also getting, um, I guess we're getting a acknowledgement of lack of care for Tiana because she's mm. getting a Disney Plus oh, yeah. series. Yeah, she is. Interesting. Where she sets off a grand new adventure as the newly crowned princess of Maladonia, mm-hmm. but a calling to her New Orleans past isn't behind, mm-hmm. isn't far behind. So I'm I'm thinking they want to like do right and like let's actually give her princessy things because we just kind of made her be a chef a frog and then the made her movie. be a frog for like eighty <laughs> percent of the movie and then she was a princess. So maybe we should give her some more. And it's the time to do it because you know diversity. Sounds I, like I, this, I, this, I, diversity. I know. I was waiting for this, Marlon. I'm waiting for this. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? Zootopia no! Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Animal representation matters. What is happening? Zootopia Plus. Okay, so this is why I said you were short the right to. Okay, you're going to give me an embolism. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of representation. Cars oh on the road is also Without getting an animated series because automobile representation matters too. You, McGregor, and Larry the Cable Guy are back to do it again for you everybody. This <laughs> <laughs> happening. Wilson and Larry the Whoa. Cable Guy. They're, they're going to do their thing. They're doing their thing. It's going to well, be great. I'm, I'm waiting for you to talk about the show I've been waiting for. I'm caring. And... Speaking of representation, you know you're waiting for it. The Proud yes! Family's back, y'all. Oh my god. I was waiting. <laughs> the Proud Family is back. Hey, Penny Proud, she's coming back for y'all. First of all, hey, this trailer Penny is here. I was screaming. It looks amazing. 
amazing. Like we heard about it. They had so many articles about it. We were like, yeah, yeah, excited. But actually seeing, like the animation has been updated. I'm not mad at that. It looks amazing. But they brought back like almost everybody uh, for the original voices. Yep. All the characters, they're still mm-hmm. into their hidings and more because they bring in, I think, a little more modern day stuff in. And just mm-hmm. hearing the voices and seeing them act crazy. Oh, I am so excited. I cannot wait to watch this show. Um, I'm watching the show by it myself before I watch it with some kids. I'm sorry. I, I need quiet when I watch the show so I can laugh the loudest. I don't, <laughs> I don't even the kids be like, I don't understand this. It's gonna be but good. I'm excited. I'm so, I'm so, so happy. I'm so happy mm-hmm. that it's here. It's here. Proud family's back again. Proud family. Uh, and then, of course, uh, speaking of representation, um, Gabrielle Union and Zach Braff are starring Ooh. in the reboot of Cheaper by the Dust. Now, I will say... I repeat. Wow. Gabrielle yeah, Union that, that pairing and Zach was Braff. Not, I was not expected. This pairing is absolutely it's insane. insane. But they can handle Gabrielle it. Union, they can handle it. They're Zach good Braff, at comedy. They're together. He's got the funny... Zach Rapp definitely has a comedy. I'm wondering how the comedy works together, but I'm sure Gabrielle's it's going to be fantastic. But they're going to be... Because yeah. <laughs> guess what, Eming? Now we get to see biracial children in a full biracial house so we get everything like some biracial black kids, kids. Some mixed kids. Some that's Asian like a kids. class. They're just full on pandering, aren't they? They're, that, that's like a class. Oh, they're going to hit in the Bay Area. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they really are. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, the, yeah. the theme is yeah. girl power and diversity. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and we finally got a date for Pinocchio. Oh my god, <laughs> the live action version. Nobody hey! asked for it. I mean, we'll see. That the one asked for. We'll see. With not only Joseph Gordon-Levitt but Keegan Michael Key. Money. It's coming out in fall of twenty twenty two. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, and if you like Ducktales and you thought the Lonely Island did great. John Mulaney yes. and December are going to voice Chip and Dale in a hybrid live action CG animated Smurfs like property. That's going to be wild. <laughs> How do they get John Mulaney in a Disney anything? I think I'm done for the night. Wait, I didn't talk about Baymax. Oh, we're not done. Emotionally kind of done. Baymax also got a show. I love that character. Baymax also got a show. It's good. And then. Uh, we also have um, one of the more interesting things that I've seen them do uh, is they're doing like a Disney, um, like not in, cha- they're doing this anime on Disney Channel. Oh yeah, the Disney There anime. are houses, but all the houses are from like yep. villains and all their kids just look like real sexy yep. cat boys uh, or real sexy people anime already, boys that are going to make all fanfics, the people Marlon. on DeviantArt. People already making fanfics. Like, also their name, oh I believe it, also their names are so weird like Scar has two sons and like one of them is named like Luke Wolfhound or some other Luke nonsense. Wolfhound. They have like, little cat ears on the top of the little heads. <laughs> like we have like the the Red Queen from yeah. Alice in Wonderland has like two sons and named like Robert Riddleton and uh, Ursula has a son. Hades has a this son. Is, this is uh, just, it looks like it's just gonna make a lot a, of middle school girls you're just starting be real excited. To have so. live or is this animated? This is animated. This is animated. Oh, okay. This is the start of how we have the into the anime sure. game like they're Netflix starting games. young so <laughs> with this animation i know what they're doing no. i was there I mean, I, after this i'll after this i'm gonna show you a screenshot of this because it looks real like they are going into this it's ridiculous they want the girls to just drool and write fanfic you know tina on boss burgers this is this is up her alley <laughs> this is up her alley even. oh my god yes from other schools yes 
Philip Beaver. It is real <laughs> sensual. He's drooling and having all the moments. I'm like, yep, that's Tina. <laughs> oh my it's god, Tina material. Yeah. I'm gonna show you some photos because I pulled some up just now, and they are just all just clickbait for all these little girls. <laughs> Share your screen then. Oh. After this, well, we're gonna get off. We're gonna get off book. I know we're gonna, gonna just, happen. Yeah. I know we're gonna be yep, stuck. Yep. Yep. But yeah, <clears throat> that's that was just a a, a nice summary of disney plus um on that day they released so much other stuff that came out on the app like we all know that shang chi is now out on disney plus that you can rewatch over and over again with subtitles in case you couldn't hear it in the theater and um enjoy that racist little fuckers are talking behind you yeah that happens so now you can watch it in peace um but yeah um happy birthday disney plus thank you for this and thank you for all the other like great material you're bringing us in the into the new year like there goes our time and money again you guys it's been gone i know but now it's super gone now we're gonna be in the negatives when it comes to time we say that and then <laughs> it's daylight savings time and i'm going to bed at 4 30 what did you did you want to end on the vin diesel thing oh yes as we were talking about our buddy vin diesel so recently on internet you know, on the internet that, um, on Mark Zuckerberg's Instagram, um, Vin Diesel recently shared a photo, uh, of him and the Dwayne, the rock, or as Camille refers to him, Dwayne Wayne Johnson, um, <laughs> were, were on the set of one of the Fast and Furious films. And he was saying, rock, it's your, you're my little brother and you got to show up for Fast 10 because no one else can be in this movie without you being in it and i told our good buddy paul walker that we would do 10 and you gotta show up you gotta be there it's your right you have to show you must show up and this really weird like like internet forced way and my first thought was like did you call this man first before you share this thing on instagram <laughs> like like because if you did it that's messed up that you're out here trying to get the 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 full internet to get on the rock side of you know, the rock of like you gotta do it, Dwayne. You're gonna be a bad person. But also, it's like you insulted this man when he was on set and tried to make it seem like he was unprofessional, knowing damn well that he just was a bigger superstar than you. And also, then we know why you want the rock in this movie. We know quite a many reasons why you want the rock in this movie. You saw what happened with Hobbs and Shaw. You saw what happened with literally, you saw what happened with Jungle Cruise. Jump, freaking Jungle Cruise. Like literally, the man <laughs> took a, a a ride that was literally 10 minutes long and he made it one of the top movies in the block, in the box office that week and that next week. And we got to that. So we know why you want him in this film. Are you but if I was a rock, I would absolutely be like, you need to call me and apologize first and foremost because I ain't beat this movie without an apology. And if you don't apologize, I'm a car. Like, even like, even when Ren was talking mess about The Rock being like, he just didn't know how to be in the seat or deliver it like the one way I wanted to deliver it. He was like, you know what? I heard that comment. I laughed. My producers laughed. My staff on Seven Bucks laughed. It was a very funny joke. Next question. Like, even he was like, I'm not with this bullshit. Like, I was in your little movie. I'm done being your little movies. I did my little spinoff. Tyree got on Instagram crying and bawling about me having my own separate movie without him. <laughs> like, y'all drama. Y'all entire crew is drama. Also, all y'all do is these Fast and Furious movies. Like, and y'all make, y'all can collect your little once a year checks 
from these films. I'm gonna do a film a, a month and get this big check and do my thing. It was it 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 it, it felt like it was very much of like I'm jealous that you were famous and like more famous than me, and also. I made a promise to someone that you be in this and you got to be in it or you're a bad person. And I hope The Rock demands an apology because Vin Diesel has no reason to come at him over the internet. Not even like face to face, not even via a phone call, just to be like being real messy, being real high school of like my birthday is next week. And if you don't show up, then you ain't shit. It's like, really? Y'all are two 40 year old men. Y'all, y'all should not be on Instagram throwing shade. This is not the shade room. Then. This is the pandemic times, Marlon, though. This is where anything goes. This man is just. Also, don't nobody care about your movies. It's, it's, it's 10 of these. It's too much. All he has is this and the Guardians of the Galaxy right now. I mean, Sadly. he tried to do uh, that other uh, superhero movie and, and it was terrible. And Pitch Black and Triple Everyone was X, like, first of all, all the, the first Riddick was okay. Second one was terrible. Uh, he tried to do that new one where he was like the the guy who had like the, the blood the, the blood power guy. Boring movie. Terrible movie. Literally can't be Riddick in any of the movies. And he <laughs> hasn't even been in a in a Marvel film in a grip because I think, I mean, even with He's working on Iron Group. That's why. That's it. <laughs> And also, we ain't got to see your face or your little muscles. It's like, just your voice. You don't really care about it. And I think he's a little butthurt. Like, the moment... Like, I tell you right now. The Rock is in I want to show movie. my muscles. Because, look, he's in a Marvel movie. Just his voice. The Rock's in DC. Full body. Mm, full I want to show my body in and a hero movie. his wife, who is his manager, is also the manager of who? Superman. Henry Cavill. So, they're best buds off top. And they might be in the same movie together. Who got... Who does Ben got? Tyrese? <laughs> Tyrese? Tyrese? Tyrese is in a Marvel film. But he is in a Marvel movie now. What film was he in again? Mobius. That's coming out in January. Oh, Lord. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, we didn't mm-hmm. know either until last week. When I can we saw the last trailer together. We're like, Tyrese is here? Great. What? I can give you Tyrese's lines right now. Oh, no. Oh. I'm not prepared. Oh, hell no. <laughs> What was that? Are you Just kidding me? I told you. I Did told anybody you. see that? Oh man, this is insane. I told Hell no. You should be saying I should be dead. Not right my now. black ass. <laughs> I, those are all his. Those are all his lines of dialogue. Tyrese's lines of dialogue. Have y'all seen Not Another Teen Movie? Yes. Tyrese is that black guy in the kitchen, like. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. That's literally what he does in all these films. Marley, did you hear last week? I said basically he's going to be... If he's like a type of cop or somebody, he's basically going to be Ice T. No, no, no. no. Don't you besmirch Ice T. Because Ice T at least delivers <laughs> interesting lines. Because all of Ice T's lines, lines But he's are still be acting like, wait, what's going on? That's messed up. I'm like, how long have you been a detective on the force, sir? To 12? You never heard oh, that before? No. I hear you, but he at least has additional lines of like, I'm going to get this scumbag or, hey, man. True. Say hello to your cousin in jail. Or like some like blue one liners. development as well. Yeah. Yes. Tyrese plays the same character. Tyrese has been in every single Fast and Furious film since Fast 3 or whatever. And his lines of dialogue are the exact (laughs) same thing. What we got to (laughs) do? Dog. We family. What? I'm hungry. You making fun of my forehead? I'm hungry. Man, that's wet. I'm already calling it. 
<laughs> and Mobius though? Why are you yelling? <laughs> I'm hoping this oh, role is small. Oh, what I'm is hoping that? this role is small, y'all. He's gonna be like Dracula. Role. What's up? No, he's like, he trying to talk up, <laughs> talk him up. He's like, you gotta do some stuff. He seems like he's right. Really he's positive. Just force. because you gotta do this doesn't mean you gotta go all evil. And I'm like, he's a vampire. <laughs> I, I, it could have been any other actor. Because I found out Tyrese was in it, and I know like it's gonna be involved. I need to see it just for those two reasons. I'm glad we're ending on Marlon's rendition of Tyrese. I feel like that's a solid ending to this. Could have been any other actor. I like the acting style of Tyrese. I don't. He's, he's go terrible. I'm gonna laugh so hard at seeing this movie. I'm, just like, oh, I'm truly hoping. <laughs> like he's like what seventh is one, two, three, four, five, six. He's 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 listed six on the call sheet. I'm hoping him playing Simon Stroud is not That's a lot his of name? lines. Yeah, his character's name is Simon Stroud. You don't feel like a white boy name, right? I, I am. I am hoping Diversity. that that Matt Smith playing. Loxia's crown has more lines of dialogue than Tyrese Hipson. I, I'm fully hoping because I... I believe it. I don't want to see Tyrese in this film. I do now. Because I'm going to be in the theater laughing the loudest. <laughs> and it sucks, but it's like, if he had done like a Dave Batista who's like, great, I can be in a funny movie, but I'm also going to stretch myself by being in other films so I'm not just a funny guy. I get it. But it's worse that he's it's worse that he's not even a funny guy. He's just in Marlon, a film. Marlon, did you see in Bad um, Lines? Have you ever seen Marlon's oh, Marlon's? Have you ever seen Tyrese's Corner? Have you ever seen Tyrese's uh audition tapes for Django and stuff? Django. He tried to be in Django? <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh lord, I haven't oh, seen no. that one. Please look it up oh, god. and then I want to hear your thoughts. It'll be a whole segment. Um, after I this was crying for whole 20 minutes. Segment. He's like, I have range. I have range. Look at my audition tapes. And someone actually found them and put them up. Oh, and I was in tears for 20 minutes. Oh, no. oh, this is good. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. But after this, but I'm looking it up. It's yes. Be good. Yes, you're going to be. <laughs> um, anything else to add on the docket before we let it go? Um, okay. Yes. Our 100th episode is in... So this is the four weeks one in a month i think yeah 100 episodes wow y'all we we're We've hitting 100 mark for a lifetime and geek force <laughs> we'll get off topic but we'll try to finish on time unless marlin uh, thing stops recording 100 episodes. 100 episodes. One, one producer. She does her best. Everything. To keep us on topic. And alive. But she doesn't do time ago. <laughs> she stopped giving a shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Her, Great range. Because the co-hosts don't give a shit, so why can't she? Ooh. First <laughs> oh, of all, that's, like a milestone. that's a milestone. I got, I got, I got Eming to sing on tape. It's fantastic. I did it, y'all. I've annoyed Eming out of her comfort zone. That's my superpower. My superpower is annoying people out of You clearly were never in our, in our classroom in the summer, if that's what you're saying. <laughs> If that's 
I got angry. If that's your takeaway, you were never in our, in our in our in our workspace. Never in our workspace. Typically, when I was like, Amy, come do this thing, you'd be like, why? And I'm like, come on, Amy. But now I'm just like, Amy, get it on her own. That's not true. That's not true. You were like, hey, Amy, be the be the the parent in the scene as we train these new camp people. And I was like, okay. I oh, did no. it. I got you to be something silly. Like, when? very silly. That's going to be recorded. Okay, no, no, this is the silly oh, thing. Oh, this is the silly this thing. thing. He's the like, silly. I got you on tape. Oh. So we now play it it back. forever. It's forever. This is my ringtone. Ever, 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 ever. Assuming your thing records. <laughs> well, that's all I got <laughs> on my side. Cat, back to you. Okay. Um... With that said, y'all, thank you, listeners, for making us your choice of the day of listening to, you know, if you had a podcast time, thank you for choosing us. Um, Please feel free to stop by our social media on our Facebook, Twitter, and Mm -hmm. Instagram for more news or just to see if, you know, if Marlon got something else to say about Tyrese. Tyrese. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) With that being said, Make sure to go to bed early. Uh, yeah, because it's daylight savings time. And I almost went to bed at 4.30 the other day. What? Crazy. Um, and make sure to check out Disney Plus on its plethora of things. And geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.